Welcome to the LU Moment. Thanks for listening. I'm Shelley Vitanza, the Director of Public Affairs at Lamar University. Each week, we showcase the great events, activities, programs, projects, and people at Lamar University. Did you know, you know, I oftentimes like to start the show off with some did you knows because so many of us take for granted the benefits of what is around us. We travel out of town to learn about history and culture. Isn't that what we do, right? For example, I used to live in Clear Lake, and I, I would drive by NASA every day, and it was only when I moved back to Beaumont that I actually went back to NASA and went for a tour. So these these are just little did-you-know vignettes. They're just merely to um, make you aware of the goodness that we have here in Beaumont, specifically at Lamar University. So did you know Lamar University is in the top 100 producers of bachelor's degrees for minorities and for in bachelor's degrees so undergraduate degrees and for master's and doctorate degrees and this ranking is by the diverse issues in higher education this is for 2018 the 2019 numbers are not out yet but i'm sure that lu will maintain that ranking in the top 100. So since coming to Lamar University in January, I've become aware of many ways Lamar University impacts the community. We have uh, scholarships like the Ware Evans Scholarship that promotes community service in our community. LU has just initiated and executed the development of an innovative learning lab at Peach MacArthur Elementary School. So successful the university was has been gifted the funds to create six more of these high-tech learning facilities throughout BISD elementary schools. Of course, this is in addition to our South Park Middle School tutoring that we host and Lamar's Miller Library Math Clinics that we also host. So, you know, and here's something else. I think I knew this, but I never really thought about it. The Symphony of Southeast Texas is comprised of many LU faculty, students, and alumni musicians. So LU, there's there's just not an aspect of the Southeast Texas culture and society that Lamar University really doesn't touch. And I'm going to be so bold to say that even, get this, even our Rayo's coffee and our sweet treats are possible because of Lamar University. Just follow me, okay? Jake Totoris is a Lamar University graduate. He picked up his family's business after getting his Lamar University degree and has expanded it in his lifetime of, of running the business. And uh, that's that's good schooling from Lamar. So the next time you have a latte, you can thank Lamar University, right? All right, that's a little bit of a stretch, but, it, but it, it's true, you know? Look at what Jake has done. Uh, I, I guess I feel like I have finally arrived. I have finally achieved what seemed impossible just a few months ago. I have one of the big dogs, or should I say one of the big birds, <laughs> one of the big cardinal, with the big red cardinals with me today. Um, I guess I shouldn't be so casual because I do have Dr. James Morcart. He's the provost and vice president of academic affairs at Lamar University. Welcome. Hey, Shelley. Good you're, morning, and thank you for uh, allowing me to be here. I yeah. appreciate it very much. Well, you're, you're, you're brave. And I uh, appreciate you, you coming on. Um, I, I, first of all, I want you to share your Lamar story. How did you come to Lamar University? What was your path here? Um, I was a uh, vice provost at uh, uh, University of Texas at Dallas and 
And uh, I, I think I was contacted by a professional headhunting group, and I thought about it and looked at it. And the more that I continued to uh, look at the university, I was intrigued by it and then uh, made a visit to the campus and uh, knew it was a destination where I wanted to be. What, what, do you, what do you like about Lamar University? I mean, what was really uh, intriguing? What, what kind of struck you as um, somewhere where you would want to, to contribute? Uh, well, I'm fascinated by the the relationship, and you you were getting into this with Rayos, and and the individual there uh, made it a successful business, and and uh, you know I, I saw immediately that there was a close relationship between uh, the institution or the university and the and uh, uh, and the local community, and that that's a tremendous positive force, and uh, and then the second thing that builds on that, look, I'm from uh, I graduated from Texas A&M, and I get alumni, and uh, that idea of great town gown relations feeds into you've got to have tremendous community support and then you've got to have tremendous alumni support and i i am really excited about the 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 quality of the alumni and then their their loyalty commitment and support to the institution so you have to have that right Uh, so that was really really important for me and then it's the student population and uh, what we can do to help them to be successful as they enter the labor market. You know, I'm always surprised. Um, everywhere I go, I find Lamar graduates um, in you know in heavy industry mm-hmm. and running their own businesses. Yeah. And I mean, they're they're, just, they're prevalent, of course, in this well, area. I mean, we we spread out the Lamar well, graduates. Can I tell you a quick story about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my wife's uh, uh, daughter graduated from uh, UT Austin a couple of weeks ago, and uh, we were at the AT and T Center, which just is adjacent to campus it was right after the um, the commencement uh, ceremony so we sat down long story short there was a elderly woman sitting next to me and uh, it looked like her extended family was there and she was moving out and I got up to, to let her out of the seat in, in that area and then she wanted to know why we were there and you know small talk and right, I, right. And, I, and I said you know that's interesting you know did, did you go to college you know because she was like you know 80 85 and yeah and uh, she goes yeah I did and I go okay well where did you go she goes <laughs> I got my undergraduate degree at Lamar <laughs> <laughs> so you know love it uh, you know how yeah. how how's that going to happen but you know mm. again it's but mm-hmm. she had been over the years again loyal and committed to the institution so it was wonderful to bump into her oh that's that's amazing that's a great story <laughs> so you've been at lamar for how long since uh 2015 about four four to five years and what's the job of the provost i mean what do you do day to day day to day overall <laughs> the job is to oversee all academic programs on campus so that's everything from astronomy to zoology and those programs the course content the curriculums uh, the faculty that surround them and, and deliver great products to our students, and then uh, also to um, uh, to recruit students to campus to to fill the programs, and, and then to graduate them and to have them go out and be tremendous community members. You know, there are other there are other institutions in our area named Lamar University or named Lamar. I'm sorry, named Correct. Lamar. What distinguishes Lamar? I mean, you're over all of the the uh, courses. Right. What distinguishes Lamar from those other institutions? Um, it's it's you know boil all the water out of it. Uh, Lamar uh, Institute of Technology, great neighbor, great friend. Uh, same thing for our our friends and, and associates down there at Lamar State College in Orange, and Lamar State College, Port Arthur. They are two year 
institutions. Lamar is a four-year institution. So we want their students, when they commit or they get uh, 30 to 60 hours, if they get their associate's degree and they want to pursue a four-year degree, finish it off, we want them to come to us. So we're always working with our partners locally to get their students to come to us. Right, after the, after their two-year That's degree. Right. But or does Lamar offer um, more coursework or a, a more of a, a bigger variety of, um, of degree plans of than these others do? Yeah, and they're limited in what they do. So LIT, you're going to see more technical things, mm-hmm. you know, truck driving and air conditioning. But they do have an academic component. So they have an early college experience for people in high school to come in, you know, as a pipeline. So, you know, I can't tell you how many academic degree programs each one of them have, maybe 30. You know, we have on the other side of 80 or 90 and masters. And then we have uh, doctoral programs. We do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A lot of that. Um, And and, and research. Research is so prevalent. And I don't think I understood the the depth of the research that goes on or the global impact of the research that goes on at Lamar University. That's been very surprising to me. You know, we have uh, internationally known scholars. We have uh, Dr. Ferret in history is an internationally known Mm. historical scholar, writes books, uh, tremendous books on on slavery and and those, those issues. Um, so we have that and in, in, the, in the liberal arts and the humanities. We also have a great speech and hearing science research program where we're working on the next generation of, of speech and, and, and audiology. Uh, we also have tremendous science programs as well where we're conducting a lot of research on air and water quality and biology uh, into chemistry and then back over into our internationally and nationally and internationally known programs in engineering. Yeah, it's unbelievable. We had um, on the show, we had Dr. Henry Venta, and he he was talking about the resiliency and recovery program oh. that the Economic Development Association or agency has uh, granted Lamar to, mm-hmm. um, you know, for, pursue and right. that's huge and well, that's going to have a global impact we do and we also we're also looking at workforce training um, uh, we're, we're bringing people here to they don't have a job or they're retooling or retraining mm, then right. we're working with uh, local people to come in and get retooled to rejoin uh, the labor force so we have that going so um, you know basically all kinds of education programs from like i said from astronomy to zoology great programs <laughs> in nursing and healthcare. And, and then you have all these other uh, apply programs on the side. So talk about what you're currently working on that you're most excited about. What does the community need to know that Lamar is, is involved in or is working on that you think would be most interesting? I, I think the, the key thing going forward is uh, a, a critical area will be greater connections, not even a connection, but real live established partnerships between us and the three state colleges, community colleges near us. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then we're going to do the same thing uh, uh, out at like Houston Community, Lone Star, uh, Houston Community College, San Jack, and then Lee College. So we are moving out into those areas to offer our degree programs to their students <clears throat> because, you know, they may not want to do a residency where they would stay in the dorm. Right. They want to get their first two years done, and then we need to offer years three and four while they live 
in in Baytown or wherever. So that that's the next frontier. And, and is it, I guess it's you, it's a matter of transferring hours and things like that. Is we that, have to take it now by law. Okay. A new law was okay. passed, and we have to take those hours, <clears throat> and we will. We want those students, uh, but we need to jump in with our online products to uh, get those students to go through those uh, degree programs. So that that's right here in, in the front in the in our face, and it's a good thing. It's a great opportunity for Lamar to move beyond the four, five, six county area, all the way over into Harris County. And we have an incredible online program. We too, do. Our, they're internet. Yeah. They're nationally uh, ranked, and and. Um, and we do very well in, in the online arena. We were one of the first institutions back uh, 8, 9, and 10 predating me to get into it, but to deliver it in a high-quality way. It's, it's great. Yeah, it's unbelievable, and it really allows people to um, get their degree on their time, and, and um, it's flexible and affordable. So uh, so what are, let's real quickly talk about what are some of the biggest challenges you think facing uh, Lamar? Well, you know, higher ed, like many – uh, other uh, types of activities is is faced with I think three or four major things going in today. Uh, number one is the competition at the state level, the shrinking state pie. You know the A and M and UT; those systems are growing and growing and growing, gobbling folks and, up, and they are. Yeah, and there's yeah. only so much money to go around. So mm-hmm. you know, shrinking state pie, and you know everybody has to compete with that. That's why we got to be on our game to offer high quality programs for competition. You know, the Great Recession. Right, you know, how it pulled right. back a lot of resources from the state. And then I think you see students today, you know, they see education as a private as a private good. What what can I what can it do for me? It used to be a public thing where we would educate everybody, you know, Operation Bootstrap, but it's changed. And so the student as a customer, it's a different kind of an idea today. What are we gonna do for them? And we need to get them out, you know, with less debt. And then I think another right. thing that we're confronting and I can keep it short is is uh, uh, there's a loss of trust as a result of these other things, you know, in higher education, in, higher education. in our society. And it's, that's just a felt. I it, can feel it. it you, uh-huh. And you can't. Every time yeah, I, yeah. I turn on the, the t, uh, you know, a news station, somebody's saying, well, I don't need a college degree. Well, you know, you do see that. Apple, uh-huh. Amazon, uh, these big companies mm-hmm. are now hiring people uh, without the requirement for a college degree. Right. So how that's going to seep out into uh, other other uh, occupational areas is is it's a work in progress. But I think those are four huge uh, things that are affecting. And Lamar's got to navigate that. And we got to navigate all of them at the same time at multiple levels, That's not right. only in the region and the area, uh, but, you know, within the state of Texas, nationally and globally. Well, I think the fact that you have that vision and you're moving forward is uh, – <clears throat> It's great. And um, thank you for being here. Thank appreciate, you so much. Appreciate uh, your, your candor and willingness, and um, we'll have you back. I, I would love to come back. Thank uh, you. Uh, before we close, I want to give you a few little dates uh, today so you can keep this in mind. Uh, first, uh, classes for the fall start August 26th. You can register now. There are several student orientations between now and then. Go to beacardinal.com and get registered. Lamar Homecoming is September 28th. Put that on your calendar. Don't forget it. And um, we've got a great art exhibit going on right now at the Dishman Art Museum. It's free. No reason not to go. Thanks for listening to the LU Moment. I'm Shelley Vitanza, the Director of Public Affairs for Lamar University, the pride of Southeast Texas.